Hello, and welcome to a special episode of the Fulcrum Radio Show. I'm your host, Damian Piper. The Fulcrum is the University of Ottawa's legendary English newspaper, produced on the University of Ottawa campus in downtown Ottawa, the capital city of the north, on the Great Turtle Island. Our regular program is on hiatus for the next few weeks, but we're here to bring you a special news release. This coming Monday, the Ottawa Police Board has cancelled their public meeting. They didn't cancel the meeting. They are not going to let the public in. This would be the first public meeting since the city councillors Diane Deans, Ralston King, Sandy Smallwood, and Carol Ann Meehan were ousted from their roles on the Police Services Board. The reason for cancelling the public access to the meeting? They say the councillors need to get up to speed. Robin Brown is with 613819 Black Hub, and he says they're already up to speed, and we need answers now. Uh, well, h- hello, Robin. It's nice to see you again. Uh, thank you for making the time to come back and speak to us. No problem. Uh, yeah, I, I, tell me about uh, what's happening right now. Well, we just got word from the the new Ottawa Police Services Board, uh, Ottawa Police Services Board, that they are planning to cancel or they have canceled the upcoming monthly meeting uh, that was supposed to be this Monday, uh, and instead they're having a meeting tomorrow that is what they call a special meeting, which will have no public delegation. So this will mean that the the members of the public won't have a uh, we'll have to wait until the March meeting at the end of March right, to um, express their uh, views about what happened with the occupation and ask questions. So uh, this is completely unacceptable, first of all, because it's a complete um, um, affront to the democratic process, right? And but it's kind of not surprising, though, because the 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 um, basically what happened with the board, right, was that the uh, a number of the uh, city council decided they wanted to get rid of the chair, Diane Deans, and as a result, a number a number of the progressive people on the board, the more prog- progressive people, resigned, including Ralston King, our only black city councilor, and the people who were who uh, were brought in, like uh, Eli Elshantari, councilor, are people who are very police friendly. Right, so um, it's and it's pretty obvious that uh, that they are considering that their very first action was to cancel this meeting. Right, so so this is a problem uh, in terms of just generally the or the public not being able to ask questions about the and and, and express their views about the occupation, but but specifically it's also a problem because at the February meeting, former Chief Slowly, P- Chief Peter Slowly, had committed to provide the. Um, OPS's use of force data, uh, use of force race data. Now that is data that the OPS was ordered to collect by the province in January of 2020, so a couple of years ago, uh, on their use of force uh, by race. And basically, the province basically said, "Hey, to all police forces across Can- uh, Ontario, you got to start including race on your use of force reports." So we, the hub, have been asking the OPS for that data for like a year, and they were giving us these very nice responses saying, hey, thanks a lot for asking for that. You know, we don't have it. We give it to the Solicitor General. Well, we filed an access to information request with the Solicitor General, and the Solicitor General said, 
we don't have that. The OPS has that. And we we brought that up in the January meeting. And then former board member uh, Sandy Smallwood asked Chief Slowly, uh, can you please get us that at the February meeting? And Chief Slowly said, yes. Yeah. So now we're very concerned that the uh, the the very least that's going to be delayed, maybe to March or not going to happen at all. Right. Because Sandy Smallwood is gone. And and um, and then finally, we're concerned about the the board was supposed to be doing a review of the auto police's use of force in general, right? And we're concerned that now with this new board, considering this is the first action they took, we're, we're concerned whether that'll even happen, right? And, and final point, to keep in mind, the, the, what makes us really concerned about that is the, at the January meeting, the board approved $2 million in new tasers for the LPS. Tasers, which by the way, were conspicuously absent during the uh, whole uh, oc- uh, occupation of the city, right? So, right. So we and we so we don't have this data of their use of force by race data. Means we don't have we don't know whether who like whether they're using these um, how they're using the tasers at all, and we especially don't know if they're using them more on black and indigenous people because we don't have the data, <laughs> right? Well, one one thing we certainly see from again from the occupation is clearly the OPS. Um, it, it appears to certainly indicate the OPS uh, uses force differently on black and indigenous people than it does on everybody else, right? But now we're not going to see the data that might actually prove that. Well, now we don't know when we're going to see it, right? Uh, absolutely. And uh, on that point, we last spoke, I think it was October. It was uh, uh, why it was still relatively warm out at the time. Since then, uh, there was the action uh, uh, demonstration that happened downtown in around November from Ottawa's Black Diaspora Coalition. I spoke with Layla at that time around this show. Uh, some demonstrators tried to peacefully block traffic around that time frame what is your view on the difference between what happened in november to whatever the heck just happened in these last oh yeah few weeks yeah that that actually was actually in november of 2020 now that they, that they um they blocked that intersection and the for the moment that the the uh, occupation started like the double standard was like blatant. Like, like just thinking back to that one, it was like, wait a second, <laughs> right? Because at, just to remind people, right? The, so, so there's young black and indigenous folks, right? Who blocked that intersection back in November, 2020, right? Following the, the verdict in the Abbey trial, right? Where the OPS constable, Daniel Monson was acquitted. Um, so they were there, they blocked this inter- intersection for like three days. And then uh, the, the police were then in contact with one of the lead organizers. I know this because I was talking to her, right? And she was telling the police, this is on, like on Friday night going into Saturday. She told them, she said, hey, like um, the, or the, the protesters have a meeting the next day at noon with the city councilors and some of the auto police service board members, right? And the police were just like, hey, <laughs> right? So they knew they had a meeting the next day that, that would have ended the protest. And then at 3 a.m. Saturday morning, they uh, came in with the uh, you know, armed police officers, um, forcibly removed the protesters, uh, violently by the accounts of some protesters, and charged 12 of them, right? And those charges hung over those young people's heads for a year, right? So when, and in the media, when uh, the OPS was asked, like, uh, let's up with the double standard, they were like, oh, yeah, no, no, you can't... Um, can't compare the two because um, you know what we face with the convoy is way bigger. But we were like, 
Okay, wait a second. So saying it's way bigger is a comparison. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it is, and totally you can you can compare, and it's a complete double standard, right? So, um, yeah. I, I want to back up again to typically at these meetings that are usually open to the, they're always typically open to the public, right? That's why this is such a big deal. It's the first meeting back since these counselors were just ousted. And yeah. it's the it's particularly out of character for them not to be uh, transparent, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, this is, this is, this is this backs up our fears that this, these new counselors are, are just kind of um, moving more to the right, more police friendly. Um, and yeah, so doing this, so canceling the very first, their very first meeting, right, that where people can come and express their views, talk publicly, it, it seems to back that up. And, and like I say, like, 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 um, you know, we, we had our issues with Chief slowly, right? Um, but a couple of things. One is he came to the meetings. Right. He came to the meeting. He, he took. He got. He, he sat there and he got slammed. Right. He took. The, he um. Right. So they're they're these guys are like seem to be chickening out their very first meeting. They they they're saying we can't come talk to them. Right. And then the other thing is, like I say again, on on the issue of Chief Slowly, like I say, we had a, our issues with him. We took him to task, but we totally are against the um the bogus characterization uh, of kind of why the whole resignation, why he resigned, this whole framing of it by the OPF by uh, unnamed sources, and we and we fault the media also for for just um, repeating these or quoting these unnamed sources, who who basically put forth the storyline, and I couldn't even believe this that yeah, she slowly was like a really uh, um, you know had a he was a had a short fuse and he was uh, abusing senior member members uh, all the time, so that's why we were paralyzed for three weeks. Right, 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 and and the, and the media was just like quoting these unnamed sources, which. Again, when we know the history of the OPS and we know that the amount of racism that slowly faced when he was there with the racist memes and uh, equating him to Hitler and stuff, the idea that his opponents would take advantage of this to, to oust him makes perfect sense. If you So if you look at what, what's happened, it's like, yeah, that makes sense, right? They, 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 they're like, man, all we're going to do is do nothing, blame it on the black guy, get rid of him, have our guy take over. This is awesome, right? Get, get rid of the, you know, the, the, the ones in the police board we don't like. Which and uh, so yeah, that seems to be the the the, the clearly the, what the one has played out here. And so, final thoughts on what would be or would have been Slowly's legacy was he was too soon to he left too quickly. Uh, let, well, he was um well just to be, okay just to be clear, like I say, we, we one of the, the the issues we had with Slowly was essentially uh, having Slowly as the head of the OPS was kind of like having a black man as the head of the Ku Klux Klan, right? <laughs> right. It doesn't really, we don't really care. It doesn't really matter who heads the Klan. The Klan is the same thing, right? So, so having there, him there actually kind of muddied the waters, right? It's, it's kind of like, people are like, oh, well, you know, maybe he's going to change it. And you're like, no, no. Right? So, so, uh, so yeah, that's one, that's one thing, right? And then, then, you know, and so in terms of like with him gone now, it actually kind of, makes things clearer, <laughs> right? And, and, and we're going to continue um, certainly doing what we're doing because one thing we certainly expect now, right, is that, oh, for sure, right, the OPS in November is going to ask for a huge budget increase, right? They're going to say, man, we need to, like, double our force because, you know, just be ready for the next, the next that, that, right? And we're going to, you know, we're going to counter that by, by 
continuing to point out that the problem we have right now, right, is that the um, the police have all the money, <laughs> right? So that's programs that really address the, the the real roots of crime, like you know programs that address domestic violence, housing, mental health. They, they aren't getting any of the money, right? Right, because the police have it all. And just to put that in perspective, when I say the police have all the money, we have a situation now, for example, where the city of Ottawa just launched uh, consultations into its first ever anti-racism strategy. Great thing that they have the strategy. The entire budget for the strategy is $100,000. Okay, The 2022 dry cleaning budget for the Ottawa Police Service is $495,000. Okay, so that gives, that puts it in perspective, right? So, and then the last point is that we'll be really reiterating to counter the, the OPS's you know, request for more money is to say, actually, you know what? What this actually, what this whole occupation actually proves, right? It's a real, it really strengthens the arguments to defund the police, right? Because when people, when we go to people, sorry, to defund and abolish the police, the OPS, right? Because when we, when we go to people and we talk about abolishing the police, they go, yeah, man, but what about the murderers? What about the rapists? Who are we going to call then? Well, up until about three weeks ago, right? They could have gone, come to us and said, yeah, man, what if, uh, I don't know, thousands of truckers descend on Problem Hill and take it over and uh, like abuse uh, Ottawa people for like three weeks? Who, who are we going to call then? Well, now it's absolutely clear who it's absolutely no use to call, the OPS, right? And here's the thing about when, when people say, you know, what about the murderers, right? What they're actually talking about, right, is like, you know, those Hollywood serial mur- killers, right? They're, they're considered about the murders or who come and murder them, <laughs> right? The ones at the OPS are very successful kind of creating this, this myth that there's like one of these guys around the corner. But the actual, right, the actual murders going on, anybody who watches the news, right, sees that in, in Ottawa, for example, the vast majority of murders are related to domestic violence, right? And young black men shooting each other, right, in, the, in these neighborhoods, right? So, and the, the reason... For that is because, or one of the reasons, right, is that the we the programs that address domestic violence, I think things that would address those shootings, like uh, employment programs, housing, those are underfunded, underfunded because again, the cops get all the money, right? Right. So when people come to us and say, "Oh man, you know, yeah, we got to give the cops more money," we'll be like, we'll remind them of that that dry cleaning statistic, <laughs> and we'll say, you know what? If you do that, all you're going to have is a lot more cops standing around doing nothing but looking great while doing it. And what do you think about where we're going now from this point forward? What's going to happen next? How are relationships going to be mended between the OPS and the community? Yeah, well, certainly if the board continues to do what it's doing and actually doesn't um, like heed our call, like our demand is for them to rescind their decision and actually have the meeting on Monday, right? So if they... Don't do that, and they cancel this meeting. Then they're uh, right off the bat. They're the the relationships going in reverse, right? It's going to make it worse, and then that just means like for us, that means that we're just going to up our our um, pressure tactics instead. Instead of uh, we'll continue certainly to come to the board and speak because it's important to have on record that we came, we spoke, and they ignored us. That's very important, right? But we're also going to up our up the ante, right? Like we we have filed uh, we filed a complaint against the. Now the, now the previous board, with the uh, Ontario Civilian Police Commission uh, when they approved the $2 million for tasers last January, right? Because they, and just basically because the, the, the complaint says that they're not fulfilling their legal mandate 
to provide effective and adequate policing because they were supposed to be doing a uh, review of the OPS's use of force. So you can't approve the tasers before you've finished the use of force review, especially, and you can't approve those tasers before you get the data on the use of force by race, because basically you can't be, be approving $2 million for tasers before you know whether the UPA, the, the OPS is tasing black people more than everybody else <laughs> or black indigenous people, right? So, um, but we'll be, if, you know, this is it. If the board is going to take, um, like literally, this, is, this isn't even ignore, like this isn't even ignoring people. This would be like, that would be ignoring people will be having the meeting Listening and not doing what we say. They're not even listening. They're not even giving people a chance to talk. But if they're going to take that stance, then we'll certainly be ourselves be uh, taking and uh, kind of finding more, um, you know, <laughs> different channels to to put pressure on them and recommending the same thing for everybody else. And what kind of things ha- happen? Are the decisions made at these meetings? Like what could possibly happen at this meeting? We just don't know. Oh, I mean that special meeting tomorrow. I, it, well, that I think the special meeting tomorrow is just like a informative. I don't know if they're making oh, or mon- is like, say like mon- Mondays. Oh, oh, on Mondays. It, well, they uh, I hadn't seen the, the well again. They were they were supposed to put up the the agenda today. That's what we're normally they put the, the up the agenda for Mondays. Meeting, so we don't even know what the full agenda was, right? We we you'd think there would have been an agenda item saying. What the hell happened? <laughs> right, right, right. In, in during the occupation, that's obviously what we were you know, like a review, beginning of post mortem, right? But now we don't even know, right? And and the, the actually the agenda is the agenda for tomorrow's meeting. It's, uh, one second, it's gonna check that out to see if the agenda for tomorrow's meeting is actually up because um, they normally should post it. Uh, let's take a look. Okay, so tomorrow is the twenty third. 24 special meeting again yeah here we go so yeah so one so tomorrow's one item update on police operations to remove unlawful protesters so, so all we're getting and this is it right so all we're getting is a chance oh man <laughs> so all tomorrow is is the ops giving a chance to come in and say how great they're doing at removing the protests and and we and the public doesn't get a chance to say anything and uh, so what do you uh, do you have any thoughts on the so-called emergencies act how that's been evoked did we need this or was there another way we could have handled this situation uh definitely like like i mean for sure like for sure if those if they have all the powers they needed if they if the ops had gotten a call saying hey there's a bunch of black and indigenous truckers coming to drive into downtown man they would have just bought like they wouldn't have gotten downtown right they would have used the, the powers they have to the blood it wouldn't happen <laughs> right there's no need that the only reason they needed the emergency act is because they they let them get to this point right like once you have yeah once you have like what hundreds of semi-trailers down there and a bunch of white dudes in hot tubs you got <laughs> it's it's an emergency right? right but no they wouldn't they wouldn't they had the power they have all the powers they and and, and, and we'll see like i say if you know we, we're gonna have we're gonna have demonstrations for sure right put on by black and indigenous folks and then and, and the OPS now feeling really empowered, right? With their chief slowly gone, the board totally on their side. Watch it, man. They are going to be, it, they're, they're going to make a mistake, <laughs> right? Mm. And probably. And, and I bet they're going to kill somebody. It, is there anything? Right, so, oh, oh, sorry. Continue. No, 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 no. That's it. Yeah. I, I wanted to ask, like, is there any advice you'd have to, to someone, a person of color that might 
feel less safe now in this city? What would you say to them? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you know, I'd say um, definitely, you know, uh, uh, go lend your, yourself to, to volunteer for with a group like the Hub, let's say, right, and, and help us to, to continue doing the work that we're doing. Because with, with the previous board, we were making um, uh, advancements, working with all our partner groups. So come come and help because right we it's not like you know we're not down and out now for sure this is this is certainly a, a, a setback with the uh, the change in the board right and um, but uh, yeah I'd say come you know go onto our website get in touch with us and uh, come come help out yeah what's a website uh, if this Google just Google the six one three eight one M Black Hub and um, actually yeah, yeah I, can I put it in the chat for you too? Is yeah, that, yeah. Uh, uh, well, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely share it over when I post my. Uh, I'll, I'll put okay, the direct okay. link in our post. But uh, I, I just wanted to make you know sure everybody had the access to that. And uh, one, I want to add any final words or anything that comes to mind that you want to say. Um, just a little check. I think I've covered everything. It's um, oh well, just yeah. Okay, just one final word on the, on the the boards, the reasons they gave right for canceling the meeting are pretty bogus, right? So they basically said that, you know, the police are still like, we'll be too busy. And right? we're like, like, how long is it taking them to, 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 to get rid of this protest Right? the Monday, the meeting is supposed to be on Monday. All it requires is two, two OPS police, police officers to attend. Right? Like they, they, they'll still be doing it. Like what's going on. Right. So, and then the other reason they gave was that the, you know, the two new members, um, Eli, um, Elton Terry, the new chair and Suzanne Valaket have to like get up to speed with their, their new responsibilities, but they are both, former members of the board, right? Eli Algentari was the, was the chair for like 12 years. Suzanne Valkett. So this idea that they have to kind of get, is completely bogus, right? So it really seemed to indicate that there are reasons, there are other reasons for them canceling the meeting and, and it's most likely they just don't want to, you know, hear the public, right? Give the public a chance to speak. Wow. Uh, well, uh, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to speak with me, Robin. No problem, Damon. You take care, man. Absolutely.